0: Your next promotion is just the beginning, and this podcast shows you how to get there. Welcome to episode number 182. In today's episode, I am answering the question for you of should I stay or should I go? Should I stay at my current organization or should I leave? And this question comes up all the time for my clients. It's something that I coach on quite regularly and I have a lot of insight on how you can begin to answer that question for yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and I teach you how to get promoted, get paid, and bring your whole self to the leadership table. I am on a mission to change organizations from the C-suite out because women are the new face of leadership, and we are doing it on our terms. Hello, corporate badasses. Welcome to another episode of Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and super excited, as always, to be here with you again this week. All right. We have had a lot of cool things happening in my neck of the woods, meaning my email list And if you're not already on it, I suggest that you go to stacymayer.com slash email and sign up right away. But over the last couple of weeks, I decided to do some polls and gather information from my audience directly. So I get a lot of information and feedback from my actual clients, and that's fantastic. But I wanted to hear from you and the broader community to really understand what are the challenges and what do you feel like is really getting in the way of your next promotion? And also, what is actually possible? Like, do you feel like you can get a promotion in your industry over the next six months? Do you feel like you can get a $25,000 raise or even more in your industry, in your field, at your organization? Or what would it take to actually make that happen? Like, what is really happening for you now? Because it's one thing for me to offer advice. And it's another thing for you to actually take that advice and be able to implement it. So that's been really great to hear from everyone in my community and I'll continue doing those types of polls and gathering that feedback and then creating content based on that so that it really feels like it's helping you specifically. And I know that's what I've always been doing, but I think I'm just sort of turning up the dial a little bit and making sure that everything is even extra, extra relevant to your particular career paths. So today's episode was inspired by some of the feedback that I received, and I really started to think about what is the question that we're answering when we say, can we get promoted? Can you get promoted in your industry? Can you get promoted at all? What's it going to take? What do you feel like is getting in your way? And (laughs) the common theme that came up for me personally, as I read all of the answers, is that The real question that we're asking even behind the can you get promoted is, should I stay or should I go? And when you ask yourself that question, should I stay or should I go? If you know that's really the question that you're asking yourself, then I have some answers for you. As to whether or not I think you should stay or you should go. And inside of executive ahead of time, a lot of time I'm coaching women on that very same theme should they stay or should they go? And they're making choices based on that answer because the promotion is what we want. We want to be recognized for our work that's a given. I don't have to ask the question, do you want a promotion? Do you want to be recognized? Do you want a voice at the table? Of course. Yes, absolutely. So then the question becomes, can I do that here? Can I do that under my current situation? Can I do that in my current circumstances? Or do I need to leave? Do I need to go elsewhere? And by leaving, I mean another group at your current organization or could be another company altogether. So today's podcast episode is answering that question for you and how I troubleshoot that answer and really think about it with my clients. Now, I want to start out with a story. I have so many stories about this idea of should I stay or should I go, but I really want to give you very specific examples of women who are contemplating this question. Last week, I did an office hours call inside of Executive Ahead of Time for all the newer members, and I was connecting with them about what their goals were over the next six weeks, what they really wanted to accomplish inside this program, but more importantly with their careers. And one of the women who is a vice president actually said to me, when I joined executive ahead of time and I filled out the intake form. So as soon as you join, you get an intake form that I read and review every single woman who joins the program, what their goals are, what they feel like is getting in their way. And then I map out a plan for them to be able to accomplish that and use the tools that I give you inside of Executive Ahead of Time to make that happen. So she gets on the call and she says, when I first joined Executive Ahead of Time, it was because I knew I had to leave, right? So this was her mindset when she came into the program. So her answer to should I stay or should I go was I'm out of here. And it was based on whether or not she could accomplish her career goals, whether or not she could get a promotion, whether or not she could have that voice at the table. Whatever her goal was, the answer was, I need to leave in order to be able to accomplish that. But what she shared with us on our office hours call is just three weeks since joining Executive Ahead of Time, she changed her mind. She said, Oh, you know what? I could actually stay. And why did that change? She shared with us on the call. She said, because I started doing 15-minute ally meetings, and I changed the way I was communicating. So she worked on two of the five steps of my executive promotion process. She worked on executive communication and building trust. And when she did the exercises that I teach an executive ahead of time, she realized that she wasn't communicating and thinking like a senior executive leader. So even though she was already at the vice president level, she wasn't doing the tools that I teach. and that Rightfully so, right? She wasn't in the program yet. As soon as she joined the program, she started doing it. Within just three weeks, she noticed a huge shift in the way senior management was reacting to her, the meetings that she was able to attend, and the possibilities started to change at her current organization. So within three weeks, she changed her mind about, should I stay or should I go? Now, what she shared with us on this office hours call is, I think I'm going to do both. (laughs) I think I'm going to do both. I think I'm going to continue to go down this route and pursue this and see if I can use your tools to continue to get that recognition, to continue feeling included in the conversation. And I'm also going to continue on my path of applying elsewhere and thinking about what other opportunities are out there. So her answer to should I stay or should I go was changing. And and that's what I want to show you is that sometimes we're not doing the the right things to get recognized so it actually has nothing to do with our organization it has to do with how we're showing up at our organization now on the flip side i've got another story for you where we do the tools that i teach we do my executive promotion process and we don't get included in the conversation we still feel left out. We still feel excluded. We're not just feeling it. We are. We are still excluded. Sometimes my clients will be told flat out, no, you're not allowed at this management team meeting. No, you will not receive a promotion. Sometimes they're told uh, indirectly, as in they hire somebody else for the job that you were promised all along. But you're doing, see, here's the, the key factor. You're doing what I teach in my executive promotion process. And then you're told no. Now it's a clear cut answer. Should I stay or should I go? You should go, 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 right? Like there's just no way around it. All right. So let me tell you the story of one of the women who I have been working with in my private coaching program, the leadership table for almost three years now. So we've been working together for a long time. So there's no doubt in my mind that she is not doing all of the steps in the executive promotion process, but she really enjoys her organization. And so in the time that I've been working with her, she got promoted from director level to senior director level. She started to create an enormous amount of influence at her organization, so much so that she was the most junior person in the room for very high-level leadership conversations. But what was happening at her organization was really big management changes at the C-suite. And she lost her boss, her boss's boss. There was so much turnover. She wasn't feeling like she enjoyed her job anymore. So she still really had buy-in on the mission and the organization, and she had been there for like seven years and really cared about the work that she was doing, and she wasn't quite ready to jump ship. So in her mind, even though she had done this work, she felt like she was being included, but she didn't like what was happening at the executive level. She didn't like the changes that were being made. So what she decided to do instead was take a lateral move into another group, So she decided to stay, but still make changes, right? So she had done my executive promotion process. She's being seen as a senior executive leader, and she decided to switch groups. Well, that's when shit hit the fan. (laughs) Things fell apart very, 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 very quickly, unfortunately for her, and also fortunately for her, because what ended up happening was she shifted groups thinking, okay, I'm going to try something over here in a different organization. And within three months, she saw the toxic behavior in this other group, like on steroids, right? So she felt like she was not that comfortable in her current group. She switches groups so that she can stay in her organization that she cares about. And then the toxic behavior was so much worse in this other group that she had to leave immediately, And so you can be listening to the story and be like, oh, my God, that's so terrible. But what happened was she was able to find another position at another organization that she is so much more excited about. She ended up doing a step down in terms of title. She went back to the director level, but she was able to get more pay in the process, right? Because her values, what she understood about herself was so much greater that she negotiated a higher salary. She took a step down in title, knowing that her title is going to increase and she actually has a promotion pathway at this new organization. She has a lot of allies at this new organization already put into place. And she realized that probably... She should have gone all along, right? Like, so when she made the move to leave her group, she should have just left the organization. But it doesn't matter. You know, I really want you to think about this, that it doesn't actually matter if you stay or you go. What matters is how you change and how you grow along the way. So when you make these choices to have that voice at the table when that becomes your 3x vision when that becomes your north star when you know the value that you have then you start to look for places where you can genuinely have that voice and genuinely make that impact and so the choice becomes very clear about should I stay or should I go because you're no longer running away from something you're running towards something. So in this example that I just gave, when she switched groups first, she was running away from something, right? So she felt scared and not ready to leave her organization again, which is totally fine. We can take these baby steps, but she was running away from her current group thinking, oh, it's going to be better over here. As soon as she got there, she quickly realized it wasn't better at all. And then she jumps ship. But when she jumped ship, she wasn't thinking, oh, this is going to be even better. She was so clear that it's where she could have her voice. Where is she going to be able to make the impact that she really wants to be making? And that's why she's excited about her new job. So we're running towards our voice. We're running towards being able to make that impact. But now don't forget, if we're not doing my executive promotion process along the way, we might be wrong we might be jumping ship a little bit too early. And so I always recommend that you try the tools that I teach on this podcast, in my book, Promotions Made Easy, inside of my leadership training programs, through the direct coaching that my clients get from me, that you actively do what I am teaching and do it the right way. When you start to do those steps, and then you receive the feedback, and then it becomes so clear that it's time to go, now you're really running towards something and not just away from something, right? You're saying no to one thing so that you can say yes to so much more. Now, so far in today's episode, I have given you some examples about how you can use my executive promotion process to really help yourself decide if you should stay or if you should go at your organization. And the third piece of my executive promotion process is your career vision. And you've heard me talk about this piece as your 3x vision. And so as I close out today's episode, I want you to have some examples about how you can use your long term career goals to also help you make this decision about whether or not you should stay or you should go. So what is your 3X vision? It's basically, where do you want to see yourself three promotions from now? And the way I see this 3X vision is it's an inevitable situation, right? Like whether or not you just want to call it a title, like I want to be CFO, or I want to be driving large revenue decisions at my organization. I want to be giving back to charities that I care about. I want to be mentoring young girls. I want to be having an impact in my industry and making sure that the work that I'm doing is very valued in the industry as a whole. Like that's like three or four or five or six (laughs) different 3x visions. So when you're thinking about your 3x vision, I think a place that we get caught up in is we take that career vision that we have for ourselves and then we look at our current situation and we answer the question of should I stay or should I go in the wrong way? So what I want you to remember is when you're thinking about your long-term vision for your career, we have no idea how we're going to get there. And so a lot of people look at their current organization and let's say that it's a smaller company and you feel like you can't grow at your current organization, but you have a vision to be a CFO someday, you're going to say to yourself, well, I definitely have to leave. And while that could be the case long term, it's not always the case in the short term. And so that's what I want to caution you about is be careful when you're thinking about your long term career vision, not to make foolish decisions in the short term. So let's say this person looks at her current organization. She says, I could never be CFO here. And she's already at the vice president level. And it's very clear that she could not become CFO here at this organization. Well, her road to CFO is still three promotions from now, right? So maybe two promotions from now, she's going to have to make the tough decision to leave her organization, right? She's going to have to walk away if she wants to move towards her 3X vision. But if we go even shorter, shorter term, she might be able to gain a different level of experience at her current organization than what she could gain if she moved to a larger company. So you see what I'm saying is at her current organization, there might be some growth, whether it's a title change or some of the exposure that she has to what's happening at the organization as a whole. She can work on her executive communication skills, her presentation skills. There are so many different things that she can continue to work on. She can also slowly build her network outside of her organization so that when she moves into the next opportunity, she has that voice at the table right out of the gate she doesn't have to build up to it. That's another possibility, right? And so I want you to be very leery when you're thinking about your 3X vision, but then you're looking at your current situation, you're saying, well, I can't really do that here. So it definitely means I should go. And that's not at all the case. That's not a great way to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? Um, Another example is a woman inside of executive ahead of time she had a opportunity to leave her organization an offer that kind of came out of nowhere where they offered her a job at another group and she wasn't actively looking and she was like well i feel like i should entertain it because it's actually higher pay but this other opportunity doesn't get me closer to my 3x vision And I asked her, I said, well, does your current organization get you closer to your 3X vision? And her answer was immediately, yes, it does, because of the work that she's able to work on. She said, because of the work that I'm going to be promised to work on in the future. (laughs) Right. And I said, but are you actually able to do that work now? And she said, Well, no, they just keep telling me that I'm going to be able to do that in a couple of years. Like if I put in my time, then I'll be able to do that. And I questioned for her whether or not her current organization was actually getting her close to her 3x vision, because it sounded to me more like they wanted to keep her exactly where she was. And they were dangling a carrot in front of her for two years from now, just so she wouldn't quit. But we don't know that that's actually the impact she's going to be able to make two years from now. So no promotion is guaranteed until we actually sign the paperwork. And I, I really want you all to remember that. Now, I wasn't telling her she should take this other opportunity, but I did say, you know, would the extra money give her a little bit of freedom so to make the even third decision, which is, oh, I'll take this next opportunity for six months and then I'll think about where else I can go. Or maybe she doesn't leave, but now she sees the possibility that neither of these options are really working for her in terms of her long-term vision. But in the short term, what is it that she really wants to be doing today? What is that impact? What does she want to be included in? How does she want to be growing herself today rather than waiting on promises of the future? right and i'm not saying don't be patient there are times to be patient but in this particular case it was really obvious to me that it may or may not and it might happen for her in 2 years sure but what does she need now what does she really really want now and those are the good questions that you need to ask yourself in terms of should i stay or should i go what is what is my plan what is it that i really want to be doing right now today And am I challenging myself, right? Or am I just looking at the organization at face value and be like, well, it's never going to happen here, so I might as well go, right? Or, well, they told me I was going to have to wait to get a promotion, but yet you're not taking internal stock about what you're doing. So are you having 15-minute ally meetings? Are you building trust with the entire executive team? Are you able to... Look at your career vision and know that it's an inevitability. So then you backtrack and you say, okay, what can I really start doing today to get closer to that 3X vision? Not two years from now, right? What is it that I really, really need out of my career in the short term? When you start to do that, and I'm going to leave you with the final example because this was just happened yesterday. Inside of the leadership table, I had two women that recently left their organizations and went to other companies and took another job, and they both said the same thing on our call, which was, I am so proud of who I became along the way. They didn't say, I'm so excited about this job. They said, I am proud of who I became along the way, the person I am becoming, And whenever we're thinking about, should I stay or should I go, it's really about who you are becoming and who you want to be in terms of your long-term leadership. What matters to you? What voice do you really want to have? And are you able to do that at your current organization, or does it feel like you must go someplace else, knowing that the grass isn't always greener? So it's always about who we're becoming in the moment. And what kind of impact we want to be making? Are we owning our career choices? These are the questions to ask yourself. If you're not sure, I invite you to come into one of my leadership training programs. They're the best on the planet. I guarantee you it is one of the only places that really focuses not only on getting you the title and the pay that you already deserve, but making sure that you truly have that voice at the table once you get there. All right, my friends, have a wonderful week and I'll see you soon. Bye. Before you go, I have a question for you. Do you know how close you are to your next promotion? Really? Not what your boss has told you, not what you even believe to be true, but have you actually taken the time to sit down, take an assessment? review the five categories that it takes to get promoted into senior executive leadership positions and decided where you fall in each category and given yourself a ranking on a scale of one to 10 of how close you are to getting your next promotion. Have you done this? Well, now's your chance. If that feels interesting to you and you're like, hey, I wanna know exactly how close I might actually be or how far away you might be and what it's gonna take to get you even closer, then I invite you to take my promotability quiz. This is a quiz that I put together with practical tips that actually tell you where you're lacking and where you're winning. What are the areas that you actually need to improve and not necessarily what your boss is telling you all the time so that you can take concrete steps towards landing that next promotion and changing the face of the leadership table. Go to your com to take your free assessment today. Your score.com and let me know how it goes.